All right, everybody, welcome back to the Heath Barn. Hope we're all having a great day. Very special episode here. Uh, he has been in to visit the barn multiple times over the past several months, but he was recently on the Shannon Sharp podcast. It was almost like a three-hour podcast, very, very controversial. Told a lot of stories, went in on a lot of other comedians. Uh, was talking, telling stories about them, whether they're two, whether or not. It was a very, very intriguing podcast. Uh, but to me, I felt like uh, I should have him back in the barn and interview him about, because he's been in, coming in here for months, doing the same thing, going in on people, talking about people, ripping on everybody. So uh, we're going to talk about that, see if he has any regrets about those. And I also uh, have uh, clips for him to remind him of what he has said here in the barn over the past months and who he has uh, went in on and ripped on and things like that. So very good interview, very compelling interview. Let's get right to it. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Heath Barn and hit it! Okay, we're here. I'm here with the one and only Cat Williams. Cat, how you doing? Well, I am doing great, and it is great to be back here in the barn, so thank you very much for having me. But before we start, can I please say one thing? Well, sure, you're going to anyway, so yeah, what do you got? I have enjoyed myself in the barn. I've had a lot of fun in here, but I will tell you right now. If this is some kind of gotcha interview, where you're going to try to pull up, pull all kinds of nonsense on me, I will race up out of this chair and lay the smack down on your ass, John. Let me tell you that right now. Well, no, no, you're not, first of all. And uh, that's not what I'm, that's not what this is about, man. Like, we've had a good time in here, so we're good. We're good. I don't know. I don't like that gotcha nonsense, okay? Oh, I know. I know you don't. So, yeah, let, let's just, but what, what I do want to say is, um, you know, you went on Shannon Sharp's podcast and said lots of things about lots of different comedians, lots of people, things like that. Did you not? Well, you know, yes, I did. I, was, yeah, I, I, I did, I did, yes. Uh, guilty as charged, I guess they say. Okay, so. But what I think is we should uh, remind these people, well, you've been coming in here for months before all that, doing the same thing. And I want to kind of remind you of some of these things. Oh, okay, okay. So you're gonna oh so we got some clips I guess is that is that what's going on here? Well yeah because you know I think um, you just sit back because you know sometimes when you get in here you get to talk and you get to yap and I don't think you remember exactly what all who all you I think it's hard to keep track of everybody you've ripped on so I kind of wanna I'm gonna give you a list right here. Oh we got a list do we? Yes we do we have a list. Oh I, I just cannot wait to hear it okay um you know it, it, is this this gotcha shit it better not be no gotcha journalism over there first of all I'm not a journalist this is a podcast and we're just gonna go through some of the things here that you've said over the past several months uh, a little reminder everybody so I'm gonna give you some names here folks this is for you guys too people that he I'm gonna play back uh, there was a night this is just one one podcast I believe it is episode. 84, where you, where, uh, you call Thursday Night Football. Do you remember? Oh, yes, I do, and I had a lot of fun, and I, I, I do believe that there could be a future there for Cap because I thought I did a great job doing the play-by-play. You did. Play-by-play, you did fine. But you can't. You mixed in a lot of other stuff, too, that 
you know. Well, that's just being me, okay? Uh, you know, I, I, I am not going to change for anybody. I feel like I did a great job that night, and, you know, and I had a great time. So I do not know why you have to throw it back in my face. I'm not throwing it back in your face. I'm just going to let, you know, we're just going to do a little review here, what all you were saying. So I'm going to name some people here, folks. Listen for these names, people he goes in on here. But then we'll listen back to the clips and uh, get his comments. Al Michaels, Gus Edwards, he's a running back for the for the uh, Ravens. Joe Mixon, running back for the Bengals. Joe Burrow. Mike McDonald, who was the uh, who was a coordinator for the Ravens. And then we get into the good stuff. Everybody talks about that Shannon Sharp interview, what you uh, went on on Kevin Hart, but you were going in on him on this podcast months ago. So we got Kevin Hart. He goes, this is, we got big names here that he goes in on. Kevin Hart, Shaq, Chad Johnson, slash Ocho Cinco. He goes in on Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, Snoop, and even Joaquin Phoenix, if you can believe it. Does that sound familiar to you? Well, I don't know. Just play the damn clip, and we will. I guess we'll find out, won't we? Yes. So, we're going to listen to some of this stuff. Enjoy it, and then we come back, uh, we'll get Kat's thoughts. Are we ready? Yeah, yeah, let's get this shit over with, okay? Okay, all right, all right. So, enjoy these clips. Tonight, boo-boo, okay? So, you don't have to worry about Al Michaels, like, and his... Oh, that, like, he's one of the best announcers in the history of sports, okay? Nobody's disagreeing with that. But I don't ask motherfucker belly stays awake during these Thursday night football games. I think we can all agree with that, okay? Hey, please don't. Let's, let's not let's not talk about Al Michaels. He's a legend. I don't say he's a legend. I say he's one of the best ever, but that motherfucker can't even stay awake, hardly. He's pushing 80 years old up there. Kirk Herbstreet. Kirk Herbstreet's over there sh- shaking him in the middle of third quarter last week. Al, wake the fuck up. We got a game to do. We got, to, we got a game to call. Sp- Take it away. First thing go, Lamar kicks Gus Edwards, you touchdown vulture and motherfucker. Gus Edwards with his 87th touchdown in the last four weeks. Taking away all of Lamar's fantasy points. Don't you just love it? Oh, you just love fantasy football, don't you? Man, you sound like you maybe you have Lamar on a team. I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off for you at this point because it's been too many motherfucking weeks where Gus Edwards does nothing until they get inside the five and he runs in, gets a touchdown, he vultures all this shit from Lamar. Lamar's fantasy points are in the shitter, in the toilet right now. The last three weeks he's been... Fucking motherfucking worthless in fantasy football because Gus Edwards has scored 87 touchdowns and the Ravens are not letting him get in the end zone on his own or pass the ball into the end zone and I do not like it. Shit. You know, you got... I hate I hate all these offensive coordinators. You know, you they got all these... Hey, we're in practice all week. Gus Edwards inside the five gets the ball. So what are you doing to get... You know, why don't, why don't you mix it up a little bit, you motherfucker? Here, look, Gus Edwards... In between the 20s ain't shit. Get in the red zone. Get a first and goal. Let's give it to Gus Edwards until he runs it in the end zone. I just don't. I do not like it. I don't either. I. Ten seconds left. It's first and ten for the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson hands it off to Gus. TD Vulture stealing ass Edwards. And he gets about half a yard and goes out of bounds. Because he can't do shit between the 20s. Yeah. Get him inside the five though. And all shit. It turns into Walter Payton. Pitches it to Mixon. Mixon gets a first down and then some. Mixon goes out of bounds. After a game of about eight or nine, it's a first down for the Cincinnati Bengals. That's not bad, Cat. I like work. Thank you very much. I Joe Joe Mixon. He uh 
he and I have a couple things in common. We have both had a couple run-ins with law enforcement over the years. That That's true, but we don't need to talk about all that stuff. Yeah, we'll keep it positive here. Michael McDonald is the Ravens offensive coordinator? I don't think it's the Michael McDonald. I think it's Mike McDonald. I don't think it's the same. Pass the Tyler Boyd on the outside. He gets a gain of about three or four. We're going to have third about seven up in this bitch. You don't think that was, that was not the Michael McDonald? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, did, you you saw him. Do you, does it, do you think it was Michael McDonald? I don't know, but if he, if it was, I would ask him to sing some shit. I tell you that right now. I wonder I wonder if that motherfucker calls in the plays in a Michael Mc, in, in his singing voice. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe you get some shit like a, a naked bootleg to the right, hut hut. Oh, that's not bad. You said I just like him. Why? Well, I got some shit. I got some tricks up my sleeve. Oh my goodness gracious! The it is. It, it's seven to three, Baltimore Ravens. Oh, and there's Michael McDonald. <laughs> They're showing Michael McDonald on the motherfucking sideline again. Shine sweet freedom, shine a light on me. Yeah, that's not bad, but that's that's not the voice you're using before. Oh, Joe Burrow, he's going to call another motherfucking timeout. No, the crowd is way too loud, and there is confusion on the Bengals' offense, and there is a second timeout called by Joe Burrow with five minutes to go in the first quarter. The coach, Michael McDonald's not going to be happy about that shit. Yeah. No, here we got, no, let's talk about Kevin Hart here. We got Kevin Hart doing a motherfucking ad for DraftKings. If it ain't DraftKings, it's insurance. If it's not insurance, it's fucking razors or some shit. Kevin Hart does more mother... How come... Where, where's my agent? How come I can't get some of these motherfucking commercials like Kevin Hart does? Kevin Hart's on everything. You don't see Cat Williams on any of these commercials. It's true. You know, I, I think you'd be, a, you'd be a great spokesman for some stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Napoleon and Joaquin Phoenix. He's the Joker. He's Johnny Cash. And now the motherfucker's Napoleon. Okay, we get it. You can act. And on there, Snoop. Another brother there getting all these. Snoop and Kevin Hart are on every motherfucking commercial you ever see. I saw Snoop doing Jack in the Box, Grubhub. It's a Grubhub. How come Cat can get any of that shit? And now we got Wetworth on a Geico commercial. Get my phone. Get my agent on the phone right now. I will tell you right now. Cat needs to be in, get into this shit right here. Well, I mean, do you think you have a. Do you think it's like an image issue or. Image issue. Man, Snoop. Snoop gets high the motherfucker every single day of his life. And he's on every commercial. You trying to tell me Snoop got into so much shit when he was younger? Murder was the case that they gave me. You ever heard that motherfucking song? And yet Snoop's on every commercial. How come I can't get into this shit? Well, you might, you know, you what? You might be onto something there. You might be onto something there. Uh... I mean, I've gotten a few altercations, but I've never got into so much shit as Snoop Dogg. And yet, on there's Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco on a commercial. Is it Chad Johnson? Oh, no. You're going to change your motherfucking name to 85 in Spanish. Okay, boo-boo. We get it. I guess we did not take a timeout throughout the commercials. We are back. Yeah. All right, we're back. But I'm sorry. Yeah, Cat was bitching the whole... During the whole commercial. I'm sorry, but you know, you got Joe Burrow out here. Where motherfucking Jones, Michael Jones, 60 years old, never touched a motherfucking football in his life. Making money off Joe Burrow. You got Snoop Dogg doing Grubhub, jacking a box, every single motherfucking thing on TV. You got all these son bitches. Where, where's the love for Cat? How come Cat gang up in this bitch? Where's the love? 
can't everybody loves a everybody loves somebody a little feisty, you know, I'm a little feisty, everybody loves somebody that's got a little controversy around them. You know, you got Charles Barkley doing subway and every other motherfucking thing. How come cat don't get no love? I don't know, but man, when you get fired up, your voice goes up a little bit. Well, I'm a little fired up. Hold on, hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is this better for you, John? You know, I, you know, oh, is it because, you know, maybe sometimes, maybe sometimes cat gets a little feisty, gets a little feisty in the media and things like that. Is that what it is? No, I do not think so. I, I got just as much of a right to get, get some motherfucking advertisement. Get some, give me some sponsors. Give me something, man. Cat needs some love, too. All right, okay. All right, I had to cut back in on that. Here's another brother right here. Shaq. Sha- Shaq Aroni for pizza from Papa John's. Shaq, another motherfucker that is on every other commercial. I tell you right now, Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, Snoop Dogg, and Kevin Hart. Dominating commercials. Nothing for Cat, though. No action for Cat. Cat can't get no action up in this bitch. But every single time I turn on a motherfucking TV and it is commercials, I see Shaq, Charles Barkley, Snoop, or Kevin motherfucking Hart. That's all I got to say about this shit. Okay. Thoughts? Well, uh, you know, I, 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 I guess I just maybe got a little bit too excited there calling the game. I have never called play-by-play for a football game before, but at the same time, my thoughts are my thoughts. My truth is my truth, and I believe every, every word I said. And I tell you, I, tell, I will tell you something else. Those brothers do get every commercial. Oh, I know. <laughs> Don't start in again. It's fine. It's fine. I, I, I know. I get it. Every time, every time I'm on the, I see the TV. Selling tacos or lotion and sports or drinks or some shit. I, I mean, it it gets frustrating here. And as as you heard on that shit and shop podcast, I am not a seller. I will never sell out. I do things my way. But it, sometimes when I watch that nonsense on TV, it gets a little bit frustrating, okay? Yeah, and something else, too, on Shannon Sharp's podcast, I noticed. Yeah, what's that? You were very mellow. You weren't, uh, on my podcast, it seems like you just swear nonstop. You weren't, you didn't hardly swear on there. I mean, you did a little bit, but not like you do on here. You were calm. Your voice was like low and calm. I mean, I mean what's the difference between being there and being here? The difference is Shannon Sharp got me on that cognac that night, okay, Bobo? That was uh, nice and smooth, make my make my voice nice and low, I guess. But, but uh, you know, sometimes, too, when I get in here, I get a little bit fired up. I like it here in the barn, you know. But that night of Shannon Sharp, you know, I was, I was, I was you know, I, I, like I said, it's on that cognac. What you got in here? You don't let me drink in here. When I drink in here, I get, when I drink, I get mellow. I get nice and mellow. Voice get low. Boys get low, but if, not, if I don't have that, and you know, when I get fired up and I'm watching football, another thing, I get fired up when I watch football. The voice goes up a little bit. I turn into that stand-up voice a little bit, but you know, when I was Shannon, yeah, yes, yes, I was a little bit more uh, uh, subdued, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Don't change, though. I like it. I like you the way you are in here. Minus the language, but you know. Well, I gotta be me, okay? But, you know, look, I will say this. You know, when you're watching the football game, you know, you got to count. You got to count like you see it. You know, I, I was, you weren't doing nothing that night. You had a head cold or something. You were, you were over there in the corner crying like a little baby. So I had to do the play-by-play and, and, and be an analyst, too. So I had to give my opinions and the play-by-play. I was I was doing uh, the twice the work. I was doing all the work. So, you know, maybe I got a little bit carried away a little bit with the Gus Edwards and the, and the Joe Burrow. But all those other guys, all that other stuff on those, on that, uh. On, on, on them commercials, so that still does bother me. You know, I see all those, I see all those, 
all those brothers on the commercials, you know, it's still, you know, it's still kind of thrown in my side a little bit. What about Al Michaels? Well, you know how Michaels he is. Pushing 80 years old. Pushing 80 years old, he needs to, man, he made me need to step away a little bit, get in that recliner and eat a steak and drink, drink a bottle of wine and enjoy himself a little bit. Because he gets in there and they do late night Thursday night games. I, he does, they do not agree with him very much. He's only talking. I mean, I love him, like I said. But, you know, every dog got his day. I don't know if that's the right phrase or not, but, you know, you can't be doing this shit when you're damn near 80 years old. That's all I'm trying to say. Okay. Okay. So, any regrets from any of that stuff? Well, I, I just said what I said. So, let's just, you know, what, what else you got for me? What other questions you got for me? Well, that was just one uh, example there. Now, this next one, if you'll remember, you gave your thoughts on, oh, my. This one, this one you insult. Let me get this paper here. It's not even people. This one, it's almost like you uh, go after... It was the night that uh, we watched, uh, or you were in here watching the football game between the Bears and Vikings. Oh, yeah. Here they go. There they go. There they go. Yeah, I remember that game. That was not a pretty game at all. That was not a pretty game. No, it was not. But, uh, what, folks, listen to some of these. Keep your ears open for some of these here. He rips on Wayne Brady, game shows, television in general, and even rips on the American public and how smart they are. Well, you know, you gotcha. You do not gotcha shit, aren't you? Ain't you? No, I'm not. I'm just trying to. I'm. I'm just uh, telling it like it is. Then he goes his old Gen Z. He gets on sports talk radio people. He makes. He gets on them. He gets on John Mosaic of the Cardinals because he talks about the Cardinals and the Cardinal fans. He rips on football players faking injuries. He even takes a shot at me. Well, uh, you were in the house at that time, and I, and I, uh, you know, I guess maybe I got a little carried away, you know, maybe, you know, but uh, hey, I appreciate you. I like you having me in here. I appreciate it, you know, but uh, I don't remember what I said, but I guess we'll find out a little bit, okay? And, uh, yeah, great. And then you rip on Justin Fields, Josh Dobbs, the uh, quarterbacks in that game. And then you go on a big old rant on NFL head coaches in general. So, all over the place on this one, but just basically, you know, like I said, I kind of wanted to get this out there because, man, on Shannon Sharp, I feel like you were really mild compared to how you've been on here over the last over the last uh, several months. So, well, you know, like I said, the barn is just a different atmosphere for Cat, and I, you know, it, it just play a damn clip and let me hear what I say. I don't remember what I said. Just play that shit. And let me see what I, what I, what I said. Okay. Well, we will we will play these and then uh, we'll get your thoughts. Go ahead and listen, everybody. We came out here. Turned on the TV. The game was already going on, but it was not on the right channel. And he turned it on, and he turned that motherfucker on to let's make a deal with Wayne Brady, okay, boo-boo? Now, I have some thoughts on let's make a deal, okay? First of all, you got crazy-ass motherfuckers sitting up there wearing these stupid-ass outfits. It ain't Halloween every motherfucking day, okay? And you're wearing crazy-ass outfits, and you got Wayne motherfucking Brady standing there, okay? And he says somebody's name, and they come down, and they're out of their motherfucking mind, okay? And everybody's all happy, and it is just... It is... To say it as a shit show would be such an understatement, okay? So here's what I got to say about that. We only watched it for about 30 to 45 seconds, and I said, you got to change the channel, because this shit is sitting back our country about 30 years, okay? Now, here's the problem, though, folks. Netflix, Hulu, all these places, 
the streaming television, they got some of the, some of the best motherfucking shows I've ever seen. So the, so the national broadcast, they gotta put on this stupid ass shit. Like, let's make a deal and price is right in prime time to try to keep up to try to get all the dumbass people to watch it because they know they know they'll bring in the ratings because there's a lot of dumbasses out there that don't don't can't understand all the good all the good shit on the streaming channels. Okay, so they got to watch shit like let's make a deal and the price is right. Okay, and not now now and I am not. I am not saying anything bad about Price is Right. Bob Barker, he was a badass motherfucker, okay? He's a pimp-ass bitch. I love Bob Barker, but I'm telling you right now, you stick your ass in daytime like where it's supposed to be. If you're going to prime time, you know that there's an issue there, and you know that you cannot keep up with all the streaming channels with all the good TV and all the good material and all the good content, so you got to try to try to get that stupid crowd. You got to get the dumb crowd. You got 18 to 49, you got 49 to 64, and then you just got stupid. You're going for stupid. I get it. I know what you're trying to do there, boo-boo, and it does not work. It does not work with Cat, okay? I'll tell you right now. Stupid-ass people bitching about it on Twitter and on the sports talk radio because they ain't got shit to do except try to stir up controversy. All those dumb-ass motherfuckers need to just sit down and shut up because they signed three pitches. And the pitching staffs are shit no better than it was two months ago. So everybody that wants to bitch about it needs to sit down and shut that fuck up. Because you're probably either Gen Z, Millennials, or whatever the fuck who thinks you know everything. You don't know shit. And i tell you something else. These guys on the, on the sports talk radio, even in St. Louis, that want to go on there and say, Well, why did you do this? Why did you do that? You're going for ratings, boo-boo. You need to sit down and shut the fuck up and just uh, worry about... What about your own shit? Take care of your family. Things like that. You know, all you got to do is go on there. You got a radio voice. That don't mean you got a radio brain. That don't mean you got a brain at all. All these motherfuckers on there talking shit about the Cardinals. They, Mo went out there. Look, there's nobody out there that John wanted to choke Mo in the last 12 months than John Mosellock. With all his dumbass shit and his condescending views and all that shit. But you know what, though? He went out there and he signed three starting pitches in the last 10 days. And yes, they all over. They are all 35, 34 years older than up. But you know what? He's got three starting pitches, don't he? And you don't know what's going to happen. So sit the fuck down and shut up on your radio shows and all that bullshit. Try to stir up controversy. All right. Hey, I'm back. Game. So I, I sat here with John and watched this game for three motherfucking hours. And the final score is 12 to 10. 12 to 10. Justin Fields. All the talent in the world, and the motherfucker doesn't do shit. He never ran the goddamn ball, never did nothing. 10.5 fantasy points is what John said. He got his ass kicked his fantasy team because he had Justin Fields starting him. And Josh Dobbs, oh, I guess the Cinderella story has come to an abrupt end because you had four picks tonight, boo-boo, and you got beat by a shitty-ass team on Monday Night Football, okay? So saw Justin Fields tonight. He got sacked, fumbled the ball. Fumbled it. The other team recovered the fumble. It was an obvious fumble. It was an obvious fuck up by Justin Fields, okay? And he goes back to the sideline, tapping his chest, saying, That's on me. That's on me. Well, no shit, motherfucker. Who the fuck else would it be on, okay? You're the one that dropped the ball and the other team picked it up. You ain't got to say that's on me. Everybody knows it's on you, motherfucker. John told me a secret that he... 
in his fantasy league, he, three weeks ago, he offered Josh Dobbs for Trevor Lawrence, and the guy he offered it to accepted, but John pulled it back to the last second because he just pushed out and thought Josh Dobbs was going to be better than Trevor Lawrence the rest of the year. That's why this motherfucker is only a bitch about fantasy football all the time because he don't know shit. He don't even know. Oh, hey, let's take the number. I got a seventh round draft pick journeyman. And I'm offering him for the number one pick in the draft three years ago. And the guy, the guy, and, and, and the guy I offer it to accepts, but I pull it back. Because I'm that, I am just that stupid. I did, John did that shit. He, he don't belong in the fantasy football realm, okay? But here's, here's some of that shit I saw in that Bears Viking games, okay? First of all, boo-boo, if a team is driving down the field and they get about three first downs in a row, how many motherfucking times do you see the defensive player pull up lame and they got a cramp or a hamstring or some shit? That is bullshit. You're faking, you faking ass motherfucker. Get your ass off the field. We all know you're faking. All you're trying to do is slow down the offense. That shit is as old as, as old as time, motherfucker. You are faking it and you are fucking up the game. So everybody, whenever you see somebody all of a sudden get a cramp, whenever somebody is in a hurry-up offense and they get three first downs in a row, it's not a motherfucking cramp. It is premeditated, and it is bullshit, okay? Now, also, other things that are pissing me off about this game, okay? I don't like it when the head coaches just sit there and don't say shit into the headset. I like them coordinators, them offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, they're working their motherfucking ass off. And all of a sudden, you got, and then you got the head coach just standing there with his thumb up his ass, not saying shit, okay? The coordinators are the ones doing all the work. The head coaches, they're standing there not doing a damn thing. Iberflus, he does control the defense for the Bears, okay? But when every time you show him on the sideline, he got a look on his face that looks like, what in the fuck am I doing here? I do not belong here. I belong, as a coordinator, I belong possibly coaching a high school team. I do not belong here. But there he is. There he is right there with this confused, confused ass look on his face on the sideline. Coordinators. Todd Bowles for the motherfucking Buccaneers. They show him on the sideline. I've never seen him speak out loud in my life. Never. He's a coordinator. He's not a head coach. Get his ass. Get his ass back and be a coordinator so he can actually coach something. That motherfucker can't do shit. Buccaneers are terrible. Robert Sala. 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 I've never seen that motherfucker say a word into his headset all year. All he does is stand there, stoically, I guess, and not doing a goddamn thing, and I, I don't understand it. If you fired his ass, and next year he was your defensive coordinator, he'd be screaming at that headset every play. But now when you're the head coach, you don't do shit. It's like you're the CEO of a failing company. The company's about to tank, and you're going down with him, motherfucker, because your team don't do shit. You hold on to Zach Wilson way too motherfucking long. There are times where you got to punt. You got to punt on somebody. You got to understand the number two pick in the draft. There have been some right leave with the number two pick in the draft too, motherfucker. And you see what he's doing now. So sometimes people just fuck up. You got to punt on Zach Wilson. But you held with him and you know what you're doing over there. You just stand on the sideline. Oh, stand on the sideline. Every time they're paying to you, you're not even talking. You're just watching. You're just staring in amazement at how shitty your motherfucking offense is. But if you were the defensive coordinator again, you'd be you'd be tripping, you'd be all fired up. So that's what I'm saying. These these motherfuckers that get these coordinator jobs, and they do them so they can get a head coaching job. But when they get a head coaching job, they're fucking miserable. They're making more money, but they don't do shit. And they get fired, and they go back to coordinator. Hey, I'm back. Wow.
Wow. That's all I can say. What do you think? Well, you know, one thing I was thinking about while you were, while you were doing all this and doing your little editing there, you know, every episode that I'm on, that's like an hour. You're cutting all that down to about five or six minutes while all, all you hear is mean stuff. I say nice stuff, too. You're twisting my words around with all your editing. Mr. Fancy Pants over there, you finally learned how to edit something. Don't got don't to get no teenagers in here to do all your shit for you. You know what you're doing now, so you're editing stuff. Twisting all my words around. I was on there for over an hour, and I did not say all mean stuff the entire time. I said nice stuff, too. So don't be twisting all my shit around with your gotcha journalism. I told you I'd raise about this chair and smack your ass, okay? Smack my ass? I smack the shit out you is what I'm talking about. Again, trying to twist cat's words around. You know, I... I came here trying to have a good time. I thought we was going to have a nice sit-down interview, maybe talk about some other things. And here you are, taking all the, these hours, like, cats got about been there for like four or five hours. Let's get this sit down to the six, seven minutes what cats real mean. And let's put it all together and make me seem like some kind of monster. Well, let me tell you something, Bobo. I am not a monster. I do not appreciate it. I said nice stuff, too. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I actually feel kind of bad. I just felt like... Uh... Whenever you were saying that stuff on, on the other pod, I was like, man, he's, I got plenty of stuff that he said on here. So I just felt like, you know, kind of, kind of, uh, you know, giving some clips to just let people know. Yeah, but how does that make me look? Well, I know. he, Folks, I do think that he's a great guy. He's one of the best comedians of all time. Great guy. I believe everything you're saying. I think you're, uh, yeah, you're one of the best stand-up comedians of all time. So, you know, I, again, I, you know, I'm, I played those clips. But those clips were mean, kind of, but they were also, there's there's some pretty funny stuff in there, too. What? Look, I'm just calling it like I see it with all that stuff, okay? And, you know, somebody, when I'm coming to football games and somebody throws a touchdown, I say, oh, that's a great pass. Oh, that's a great, that's a great play. Oh, that's a great commercial. No, we don't, we, you didn't get it, put that, that, that shit in there. Everything's the mean stuff. Just the mean stuff the cat was saying. Well, don't you, you know that's how it works, though, too, obviously. I mean, in, uh... What? Oh, 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 you're a big journalist now. No, I'm not. I'm not at all. But, you know, I'm just... I thought, I thought, I thought, uh, overall, when you've come in here, you've done a great job. There's plenty of other episodes, too, you guys. People can go look back and, uh... I mean, he was just on... Yeah, episode. Hey, I could have played episode 93, where you did an NFL review of the week, and you just ripped on everybody, and I left that out. So there's lots of stuff that you've said in, on here... That I've left out. You, we did a celebrity fantasy football draft, and you were mean on that one. You were ripping on people, and I left that one out. So there's more back there. The celebrity fantasy football draft. I think it's episodes 65 and 66 that you're on. You say plenty of stuff there. You're, you you go out, tra- you go in on Travis Kelsey on that one. Well, that's just because it was week one, and I thought he he, he was supposedly hurt his knee, and I was frustrated with him. It was before it, it was pretty swift. Pretty swift. Travis Kelsey thought he hurt his knee, but he was fine. Yeah, I know, but I didn't play in plenty of that. So there's plenty of other stuff I could have put on here, but I didn't. So you need to think of it like that, too. Well, either way, I, you know, I feel like this is a safe space where I can speak my mind. And if you're going to start uh, holding all over my head, then I will not come back. I will take my, I will go hang out somewhere else. You know, I'm doing some rickety, piddly ass town. I'll take my ass somewhere else and, and I'll hang out with somebody that respects me and will appreciate my, 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 my company. No, 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 no. Don't do that. You're, you're good. You're good. Stay here. We're good. But as far as this interview goes, uh, any other thoughts on anything here before we close it out? I just kind of wanted to uh, get you in here, get your thoughts on some things. Yes. Well, you know, look, again, edit it down to all the mean stuff. I, can, I am a nice person. I am a good person. 
I feel like I am one of the best comedians of all time. I agree. I think you're I think you're great. Can we just shake here? Like this was not supposed to be like a gotcha interview or anything like that. We good? Do you want to shake on it? Yes, I suppose so. There was other ones too, you know. That Memorial Day cookout you were at where you uh my wife was in here, you're talking about ribs and everything. I was, yes, I was talking about ribs, and I was nice I was nice there. Oh no, but we don't play that though, do we? No, but you were talking about, uh, you were making fun of me that time because that's because you were passed out in the house and they said you drank Zima and Down Home Punch. And I said, who went back to the 90s and stole all the motherfucking booze from the 1995 and gave them to John and make him pass out? Well, I know, but uh, still, you know, rip it on me. Rip it on the host. You passed out. Yeah, I know, that's true. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you've been, you've been a, a great guest. You've come on here a lot. Uh, I've got a lot of other great guests that come in. But uh, I'm glad you came in. You're just getting a lot of attention lately, so I thought I'd let you uh, kind of speak your piece if you wanted to. Well, yeah. Well, I said everything I need to say on that podcast, and I feel like on this podcast I've said everything I need to say on this one, so I feel good about everything. You get fired up, that voice goes up. Well, you get, get, get some cognac in here. I'm over here drinking water. I got to drink, you know, I drink, so I, you know, give me a loose, give me a loose, and I speak my mind a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Okay, whatever. But Well... Did you have fun in here? Oh, yeah, listening to all this stuff that everybody's going to say I'm mean about. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Oh, well, how about, hey, how about this? How about we turn it on? We'll watch some sports tonight. We can hang out in here, okay? Maybe I'll go get some cognac. How's that? Well, now you're speaking my language, Bobo, so that sounds good. So, yes, I will hang out in the barn. I want to hang out in the barn with you. All right, well, why don't you, I'll, you know, I'll even let you say the closing line here today. Does that, does that work, Cat? Are we good? All right, Bobo. We back. We back. We back to being boys. That's cool. All right. Well, hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you enjoyed me. Hope you enjoyed John. Thank you for listening to Welcome to the Heath Barn. And that's that. <laughs>